Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, you are listening to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast. This is arguably your favorite podcast featuring the open minded musings of two late 40s, late 40s, Bill, late 40s, uh, late 40s curmudgeons bravely, boldly staring down their entertainment irrelevance. I am 50% of your co hosting team. My name is Noah Tarno. I'm the founder and the senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular. And joining me for this episode and for every episode, yeah, we've met, we had guests, but we've never done an episode without both of us. Billy. I've been here for most of them. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I've, at least, I've at least physically been here for every episode. Yes. Uh, so, so joining me, my co-host, say hello, friend. Uh, I'm his friend, and this is a spectacular. And we are in our late 40s. My name is Bill Scurry. Uh, I am the founder, chairman, proprietor, and head postmaster of American Caesar Enterprises, which, Noah, I think you'll be shocked to learn. Uh, American Caesar Enterprises is the official source in the tri-state area of all porch store mezuzahs. It's an, e- it's an easy uh, easy yeah. line of work to be into, my friend. Yeah. Now, it's, it's a bit of a fallow period, but we think next quarter, though, it's going to pick back a, up again. Yes. When the Jews give up and say, all right, fine, we, we, we quit. Have some ham. Uh, ain't happening anytime soon, my friend. The mo- you know, it's it's the, the East Coast best source of kosher clams casino, you know? <laughs> oh, but, and we, all, we, we, yeah. also, we also set up, uh, what do we have? We have Beef Vindaloo, which is our worst seller in all of the India, Indian neighborhoods. Vindaloo. I never thought of that. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, what do we do on this show? We, we, we pick out something that's happening in pop culture and, you know, we give it a fair shake, hopefully, and try to make sense of it and try to keep up, as the kids might say. And uh, this week we thought about a few things. Um, we were debating that that Padam Padam song, Kylie Minogue. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that still happening? Maybe we'll do that next week. Well, technically, you know, today being July one, Pride ended, so we were uh, we were restricted from doing yes, gay related topics. Ended. Was well, over. we could. T- today is Canada Day. Happy Canada Day to my fa- uh, my fellow my fellow Canadians. I'm technically Canadian. I have an expired Canadian passport. Really Isn't should there, get on. There's an that. there's an alternate uh, national anthem that's called My Home and Adopted Land. Oh, and, instead of my home and native land, yeah. right. I you see. sit, you making, sit on guard for thee. You're making a shitty joke. You know what today is? Today is, oh, I feel old. Today is the 30th anniversary of July 1st, 1993, when I went to what I still call the best concert I've ever seen in my life, which is when I saw Peter Gabriel on the Us Tour at uh, the Montreal Forum. I was living in Montreal all the time. And, and it's amazing how everything comes full circle, Bill. I was talking about this. I saw my parents the other week, and somehow this came up. Peter Gabriel's back on tour, right? Yeah, yes, he and is. he's playing here in San Francisco in the fall. I'm like, shit, I should get tickets. And my parents are like, oh, we didn't tell you when we were traveling five years ago. We met this guy who works for Peter Gabriel, and I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, and we've stayed in touch with them. Let me email him and try to get you free tickets. Oh, God. So Ridiculous. I think it's still in the works. I don't know. We'll see if it happens. But like, I'm like, uh, yes. Here's a trivia question. Do you know who was singing yeah. backup vocals on that tour? The female, there was a female singer singing Well, no, 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 no. I know on the album, yeah. uh, the, there's a song, uh, of Blood of Eden, I think, which is sort of a duet between him and Sinead O'Connor. But she wasn't on the tour. No, it's not that one. On the tour. That was the, uh, that on was the, the tour. That was the Secret World Live tour. Secret they, World tour for the Us album. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was doing backing vocals? I don't Paula remember. Paula Cole. That's where That's, that's where right. That's vocals. right. I, yep. I remember hearing that. Yes. Paula Cole 
Jay backing vocals on the tour before 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 she decided she didn't want to wait for her life to be over. It was a yes. great album. I mean, the secret. I mean, Elsa's it is a great a good album, album, but the the secret world album. was that, a great album. So you saw that tour as well? No, 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 no. I, I just oh, you heard album. the secret secret world live album? Yeah, yeah. It's right, a really, right. Really good recording. It, it was a fucking amazing show. Yeah. And uh, I'm really Mono Cache was on drums. Tony Mono Levin Cache, was on right. bass. Tony yeah. Levin, your boy Tony like Levin. Tony that's Levin. right. The, the and the guitarist was named David Rhodes, and I remember that because the dorkiest kid in my high school was also named David Rhodes. So we thought that was very funny. Same guy, same guy. No, not really. No? Uh, anyway, okay, so uh, what are we talking about this week? We're not talking about Padam Padam, or we're not talking about Peter Gabriel. We are talking about Grimace. We are talking about McDonald's. And I'm sure you've heard of McDonald's, but if you haven't, McDonald's is a Chicago-based concern specializing in the distribution of artificially crafted food-adjacent consumable-type products for humans. Um, yeah, you know McDonald's. It also happens to be a recent uh, big quiz thing client. So, uh, you know, I guess I like McDonald's now, but we'll see. Uh, and, you know, McDonald's is doing um, a marketing push uh, the past few weeks uh, centered on uh, one of the McDonaldland characters, America's hero, you know, the uh, the favorite fictional character of orphans and war widows everywhere. The one who died Grim- for, us, for all of our sins, Noah. For all of our sins, the big purple blob known as Grimace, or in Italy, as he's called, Grimace. Um, so starting June 12th, McDonald's initiated a marketing campaign to celebrate uh, Grimace's birthday. Apparently, June represents his 52nd birthday, which is somewhat accurate. The Grimace character debuted in 1971 in early McDonaldland commercials as the evil Grimace, a, a four-armed monstrosity uh, that tried to steal Ronald McDonald's shakes. Uh, well, they weren't milkshakes yet. They were just shakes at the time. And uh, he was he was um, Ronald's arch They could not legally call them milkshakes at that yeah, point. Yeah, well, but they, they actually couldn't, yes. Um, so he was uh, Ronald's nemesis, and sometime a couple years after that, they uh, uh, they decided Grimace was too scary for. I mean, he was a comical villain, you know. He was a, he was a comedy heel, and at some point they he had a face turn and he became a good guy. And they, well, actually, uh, they I think lo- what happened was that Grimace lost in single combat and had to bend the knee to Ronald. <laughs> it was kind of like you know a ritual by which you know, I don't think it, his knees bend. That's true, but it, it kind of like gave an impetus in the storyline to explain why you know Grimace was conquered. Exactly, he became, he became a vassal of Ronald. Yeah, Trump. well, yes. I, see, you're going with you're going with a feudal thing. I'm going with a pro wrestling thing, saying he had a face turn. Anyway, so so Grimace became a good guy, and I don't know about you, Bill, but growing up, those I mean, they don't really do McDonald Land ads that much. But growing up, every Saturday morning, there was some fucking commercial: Ronald running around with Grimace and chasing the Hamburglar and the Fry Guys and the McNugget Buddy McNugget McNugget Buddies. They and were with the hot mops. I can't have hot, that. I can't have that. And, uh, you know, and they get, by the way, those McDonaldland characters, you know, McDonald's got sued by the Croft brothers. You know that story, right? Uh, Jesus, I can, I can understand. Most of that stuff looked yeah. like burgers to begin with, yeah. Well, the Croft brothers, for those who don't know, a little earlier were, uh, were Sid and Marty Croft, who were both still alive. And they did a series of children's TV shows in the late 60s, early 70s, uh, the H.R. Puffin stuff and Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. And they had been hired by McDonald's to create McDonald's characters before... Uh, Ronald had been invented by one, uh, one franchisee somewhere, but, like, to create Grimace, you know, those characters. And they didn't go with the Croft Brothers' work, and then when they came up with their own characters, the Croft Brothers argued that they had ripped off the Croft Brothers. And I don't remember where the lawsuit ended, but 
I think the Kraft brothers are are underheralded geniuses. So I take. By the way, do you remember anyway. which? Do you remember which NBC weatherman was one of the first Ronalds? Yes, Willard Scott was the to. first Ronald, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And you can find footage of, and his costume was very different. He had like a hat made of like fries and stuff. It showed a really really uncomfortable bulge in his pants little, too. It was a little too yeah. sexy for most people. <laughs> yeah, sexy. Hey, that that's somewhat rule rule. What is it? Rule forty two. What's the rule that? There's porn of everything. Of yeah. Willard Scott, uh, yes. Uh, Willard Scott as B- betting as the ladies Donald. as Ronald. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so Grimace became a good guy. So it is. It is Grimace's 52nd birthday, and this McDonald's ad campaign is celebrating Grimace uh, primarily by introducing what they call, for limited time only, the Grimace meal. You can come in and get a Grimace meal, and it consists of your choice of a Big Mac or a six-piece something-piece chicken McNuggets. Plus a medium fries, plus the Grimace shake. Grimace, I guess it's a milkshake now. And it is a purple colored shake that has a flavor that people have found it hard to pin down. Some people are saying it's berry. Some people are saying it's birthday cake. But it's a purple Grimace shake. And then, you know, doing other things like they had Grimace take over McDonald's official Instagram account. They released a Grimace birthday a video game you could play free online for the Game Boy Color device, and it's very retro styling. And there's all sorts of Grimace merch you can buy off the McDonald's website. You can buy a Grimace beanie, a Grimace pool float, all sorts of Grimace stuff. And then, uh, so, so let me quote a press release about this from McDonald's. Our fans have amazing childhood memories of their birthdays at McDonald's, and Grimace's birthday is all about paying homage to the amazing fun moments we all share said Tariq Hassan, Chief Marketing and Customer Experience Officer at McDonald's USA. We're excited to put a modern spin on these memories to continue to drive McDonald's relevance with a new generation. Grimace is the perfect lovable icon to have McDonald's meet our fans at the intersection of nostalgia and culture. So McDonald's has been pushing this. But then, as many things happen in our culture now, it sort of went viral without the McDonald's initiative. Uh, The Grimace shake prompted uh, a kid named Austin Frazier, who has a TikTok account, at the Frazmaz, to make a video where he drinks, he says, happy birthday, Grimace, he drinks a shake, and it cuts to him, like, dying in, like, a poorly lit room with purple shake pouring out of his mouth. And that has started a meme. It's been viewed zillions of times. It started a meme where tons of people are making these videos going, happy birthday, Grimace, and it cuts to, like, some horrible, spooky death possession thing. Um, Austin Frazier was quoted. This really sums up this meme, folks. This was how Austin Frazier described it. It's literally just a meme. It's a really weird color. It means it's not good for you. Grimace is collecting victims. It's just funny, you know? Um, wow, it's and... like George Plimpton there, huh? He really summed it exactly. up. Yeah. And then here's a great quote from CNN. Uh, quote, what may seem like negative expression is actually a positive reflection of their ability to connect with a generation said Matthew Prince, an adjunct professor of social media and influencer marketing at Chapman University in California. It's getting the views, it's getting the laughs, and as the viral trend grows, it's getting the sales. Uh, CNN reports that the hashtags Grimace Shake and Grimace had amassed nearly 640 million views and more than 750 million views, respectively, by Wednesday afternoon on TikTok. And responding to this, a spokesman for McDonald's said, whether he's a taste bud, a milkshake, or just your favorite purple blob, the best part about Grimace is that he means different things to different people. Whatever he is, we're just proud our bestie makes people happy. So, you know, this is one of these phenomena. There's the official thing, and then there's the viral thing. 
So, Bill, what do you think of the the Grimace comeback, the Grimace mania, the return of Grimace via shake and meme and birthday form? Well, I think the only reason we are talking about this is because it crossed over into the, the great veil of tears from something uh, corporately conceived into the world of God knows what people do when they get a hold of this stuff and kind of just, you know, run the ball into whatever murky depths that they, they you know, <laughs> torturing us with mixed metaphors here. But, um, you know, I, I honestly, before I started my research, I had no idea what we were going to find. Like, I didn't, I think it wasn't just, yeah, I mean, you put this out there, but I agreed to it because, and then like Nick Nadell had said, you guys should do Grimace. And it's like, you know, when somebody, when somebody says do Grimace on, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't know what that means. Why, why am I going to bother? Baby. Baby, I'm really, really close to you tonight. We should do Grimace. We should do Grimace, yeah. <laughs> it's unhygienic. I can't do Grimace. <laughs> but uh, So it's like when I started looking into it, it's like, oh, my God, it's another one of these things, you know, where I feel like we just talked about some phenomenon like this before where, you know, there's what was intended and there's what it became. You know, there's what the what the actual thing was. And, you know, no matter what happens – you got to assume that a gigantic, you know, battleship of a company like McDonald's has to be happy with the slightest traction oh, that they get. You know they I mean? must be thrilled. They yeah. must be thrilled. And, you know, yeah. it's like they know, first of all, they can't control the message. There's nothing they can do to bottle it up. They can't, dis- you know, they can't, they can't disapprove of it. I mean, there's no reason why they would unless you were serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they can't be upset. I'm sure that they would be happier if it had been the uh, Grimace, uh, you know, bouquet uh, building floral, con- you know, challenge. <laughs> right? so, something more. I, I don't know about that, but that's not as viral. It's not, it's not as sticky. No, it's true. Yeah. yeah. From, again, from the, from the world that brought you the cinnamon challenge and the Tide Pod challenge comes this thing now, <laughs> which is just so bizarre. And I'm just, I'm talking about something that, you know, a middle-aged man like me would, would even know, much less the fucking things that we... We don't even bump into. God knows what what memes pop up on TikTok that we don't even have anything to do with. So you know, f- first of all, let me let me also preface this by saying that I can't get the grimace shake here. I, I, to be really, clear, like, about no, no grimace. Yeah. About forty eight yeah. hours of, of me looking online, and I didn't bother like actually putting you know shoe leather on the ground to see. Because there's a couple of McDonald's he's, nearby. He's, he's in Europe, by the way, folks. And I'm in McDonald's Amsterdam. is different yeah. there, as as uh, as uh, Vincent Vega told us. Yeah, yeah they, they don't they have the metric system. They wouldn't know what the well, fuck the quarter. I will tell is. you. Right, I would tell you, Bill, it didn't even occur to me to go to a McDonald's here and ch- actually taste this shit. Well, That's I, the last I, thing I would do. Uh, the, I the, fucking, I, I And this is me. It's like, I'm like the yeah. moth to the flame. The first thing I thought of was, uh, well, actually, we, when we talked about uh, pumpkin spice way at the beginning of me moving here back in 2019, I was able to find pumpkin spice because it's easier to send out toxic packets of, you know, blister packets of goo around the world to every Starbucks from here to Budapest. And you can essentially get on board. Everybody's going to get pumpkin spice at the same time. But Grim- the Grimace Shake is not going to sell here because they don't have any of the branding. There's no McDonald's. I mean, Ronald McDonald is represented, I'm sure, in the stores. But they didn't have the commercials in the 80s and the 70s. So there's no point in making something. That's, there's no reason to brand it Grimace Shake. So, yeah, well, but people can see it on TikTok now. Well, see, yeah, it is. But I, but, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's whatever. Mostly, they made a decision not to do it, but I don't. It wouldn't be crazy if they, I don't know. What do I? Know? Well, I mean, but again, we would associate all these kids. And that's what's weird, by the way. Everybody on TikTok is clearly high school and or collegiate age. Right. So who cares if they didn't grow up with a video with a commercial? But but it, but that's the thing is like so if you didn't grow up with the commercials, where did they get grimace from? That's what I don't understand. Because McDonald's suddenly has a purple blob and yeah, but a purple where, blob is funny. But where did they see the where did they actually see the purple blob is what I'm asking. Where did they see it? Uh, they might have just heard of it this month for the first time. Oh, 
I, you know, I. It, but that's so uh, that's know? it's another weird tendril of this thing. It's so bizarre of people who generally right. This is not forty-one-year-old men who grew up with you know McDonald's commercials in the early eighties. This is these are young, actually frequently shirtless, sweaty, <laughs> really yes. really ripped sort of like gym type bros. Yeah. These kids of, of collegiate and or high school age who really look athletic who are doing this challenge. And you know, it 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 ends with them on the ground twitching and like convulsing in death throes while spitting out expectorating giant purple fountains of, of, of goo from their mouths it's 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 weird it's it's again because they're frequently shirtless and they're really really good shape it's like it's almost like a sexual or sensual it, it, yes and, and the girls all have like way too much makeup and well very, that's that's just tiktok this is, culture mid, this mid, is what mid. yeah gen z tiktokers look like unfortunately yeah that's the yeah. thing it's like i what I'm, I'm talking about the, the the physiognomy of tiktokers uh if if i see them chances are they're among the top 10 percent of tiktokers and if they are that means they're going to have the look of the sort of manicured of really well-groomed person so the dudes are all going to be jacked the girls are going to be all made up like drag queen with contouring makeups and and, and really you know hair and um, so yeah, there's just so many weird pieces to this, um, and and you know, and that's the weird thing at the center of this. Let me go back to this: is that I should not want to grab the forbidden fruit, Noah, of the grimace shake. But that's what I kind of found. Like the more I was seeing people spit this up, having these elaborate death scenarios, very complicated, uh, uh, you know, TikTok movies like filmmaking that kids can do now. It's just insane. Um, I'm not saying they're great, but it certainly was complex. It was very Baroque in some cases. I wasn't able to get a hold of the shank. I'm like, well, I can't blame McDonald's for that. I'm not going to blame you for that because I'm in the Schengen zone, or the Schengen area rather. But it's like, it, I, 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 I was missing a little something. Like the, the kind of keystone of this was that it wasn't nearby to any, you know, I don't want to eat McDonald's food anymore, but I would have liked to, you know, Sucked at that straw and just gotten a little piece of this to know what yeah. was going on at the heart of it all. Apparently, you can only get it if you buy the meal. So you can't yeah. just buy the shake yeah. a la carte. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what do I think? I, McDonald's sucks. It destroys everything. I have in the last... So as a kid, I liked McDonald's because I was a kid. And then I kind of... Whatever, McDonald's. And then I read Fast Food Nation when I was like 25. And like, but you, you said that McDonald's food was the best. <laughs> it will put pounds on you. No. McDonald's... People who hire people for McDonald's corporate events are the best. Um, oh, man, I hope this doesn't bite me in the ass. Um, McDonald's, and then I read Fast Food Nation, it turned me against McDonald's. <laughs> I'll tell you, the only McDonald's anything I've consumed since I was 25 is I was driving back from a gig with a couple people working for me, and they said, let's stop in the McDonald's drive-in and get some fries. I'm like, okay, I'll get you fries. I'm like, you know what, I'll treat myself, I'll get a chocolate shake, and it was so nasty. It was just not a good shake. Anyway, that was a while ago. So I'm not a fan of McDonald's, and Grimace is a weird and only mildly interesting character, and these videos and these memes, I do not think they are nearly as funny as they think they are. The thing about the people dying, it's just, I watched like 10 of them, and they were all basically the same. They're all the same, yes, absolutely. Interesting or funny or had a joke. I will will say there are a few funny, you know, attended to the, there are other memes, there are other Grimace jokes that have nothing to do with I drink it and then it possesses me and I die like I'm in the ring or whatever. Um, and some of those I thought were funny. Uh, I saw a meme that said, in honor of Grimace's birthday, McDonald's will start selling lean. <laughs> is, for those who don't know, I, I don't know if that's a thing, but it's something that like, you know, they would they would drink in the hood, which was like purple cough syrup mixed with... Sprite. Sprite and 7-Up. It's what it was. It was cough syrup so and Sprite. There was, there was no actual alcohol. You were just getting uh, so far high as I off know. the cough syrup. Yeah, exactly. It was the oh, DMT and the like cough syrup was fucking you okay. up. No. Anyway, so and then picture Grimace, you know, sunglasses and chains or something. 
Uh, someone designed and made a photo of a Grimace butt plug. <laughs> which was yeah, it's kind of oddly, right there, isn't it? Oddly well-shaped. Yeah. Uh, so rule, uh, rule whatever it is. And I saw a funny mashup of Grimace and Prince playing on the purple thing. And the comments on that were the funniest part. Uh, mix, if you will, my McFlurry. Um, I mean, I get it why people are... I mean, this is why McDonald's is pushing Grimace like this. This is exactly what we wanted. It's ironic and it's silly to see this smiling, you know, happy-go-lucky blob as a dark demonic entity. But, you know, the, the main meat of the memes is a one-note joke as far as I can see. Um, and if you're going to make fun of McDonald's, you know, uh, do you know Max Sabbath? I think Max Sabbath does it better. Do you know Max Sabbath? Oh, right. I've seen their pictures in uh, Time Out back Max, in the day. Right. Max Sabbath is a band from L.A. that... They basically a, 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 a Black Sabbath cover band, but they change all the lyrics to be about McDonald's and to criticize McDonald's. And the lead singer dresses like a demonic Ronald McDonald. His name is Ronald Osborne. And the guitarist is like an evil grimace with like a funny face. And it, it's, they're actually pretty clever. Uh, and that joke just seems a little more, if you're, if you're going to turn McDonald's into an ironic, evil, like dark kind of humor thing, it just works a lot better for me. And then, you know, this whole thing of McDonald's, this giant rapacious company trying to be hipster and ironic is just so phony. You know, it's like when your your middle school teacher hangs a Bruce Springsteen poster in their classroom. You know, it's just like you're trying too hard. Or it's like when Minute Maid came out with Fruitopia. Remember Fruitopia in the 90s? Oh, it's a new consciousness. It's the dawning of a new era, you know, which is just their, like, artificially fruit-flavored drink. But it was uh, it was originally written about by, was it Thomas More wrote about Fruitopia? Really? <laughs> Thomas that... More, you mean, you mean, uh, Tom? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. Never yeah. mind, never mind, yeah. never good, mind. Good, 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 good. I get it, I get it in that. Uh, you know, these companies feel the need to be everything to everyone, so it doesn't ring true when they try to appeal, you know, we're also the cool outsider. Stick it to the man. And I get it here, sticking it to the man, at least what McDonald's is doing via their official channels is relatively harmless and comical, but it just, I don't know. It's just, it rubs me the wrong way when McDonald's tries to, to be hipster because you are exactly what, even if hipster is not like actually fighting the power, but just being different, you are exactly what people are rebelling against. Hey guys, today we're trying a new Grimace drink from McDonald's. First sip, here we go. Tell me why is the Grimace Shake popular at this moment? <laughs> Well, look, I, you know, say what you want about McDonald's, but uh, there's probably rarely a marketing operation more effective in American history. So this is a good idea from a dollars and cents perspective. You know, they got it. And this is exactly what they want to build because this meme going this way, because while it is not as kid-friendly as a lot of their Grimace marketing, like they want it ironic, slightly dark gets them there. It's still, you know, if the whole thing was about Grimace butt plugs, they might be upset. But, you know, Grimace, adults looking at things about Grimace shake turning people insane is perfect. It's not going to deter anyone from trying the shake. And Grimace is lodged in our brains. And, you know, we are a generation that feeds on nostalgia. And Grimace was just kind of always there. I mean, growing up, I always, I thought his name was Crimace. And I remember seeing like a glass that spelled it out Grimace. I'm like, oh, I thought his name was Crimace. Which, you know, makes just as much sense when you think about it. And Grimace, he's not that appealing a character, but he is memorable, and, you know, he's always there. And the video game was a very crafty touch, because I looked at it, and it looked very much like a thing you, you play on your friend's 
Game Boy when you, you cajole him into letting you borrow it for 15 minutes. So this is just this is just a confluence of, of marketing savvy and, you know, viral, not that interesting to us, but to a lot of people, viral stickiness. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially, yeah, that's the, what you just said there is the essence of TikTok is not that interesting to us, but somehow... Somehow the state of the art, yeah, McDonald's is, is you know, let's think about this. It's, it's now it's synonymous with America. I mean, I can't think of a single brand that, you know, went out in the world, aside from maybe Coca-Cola uh, at one point. You know, like there were these things that led in the 70s and 80s where even there was McDonald's in Moscow, which I don't believe are there anymore because of what's been going they on. They just backed. So, yeah, what happened was in 22, they, they sold all their Russian operations yeah. and the CEO of McDonald's wrote what I thought was in there. He said, we are de-arching from Russia. They're so divesting, yeah. So the thing is, McDonald's is now still this thing that people associate with America. Um, you know, it, it and it still does gangbusters in America. It's still responsible for the deforestation of most of Brazil and Argentina because you need a place to grow the cows that they, they, pink, they pink slime into your burgers. So yeah, it's a very, it's almost the most American thing at this point next to maybe the Dallas Cowboys, uh, who the fuck knows. And Grimace is the perfect low-hanging fruit uh, pun intended, I suppose, if that's in fact what he's shaped as. Uh, you know, the grist for an irreverent goof like this, where, you know, younger people, they love to bend the rules and they definitely want to entertain a little darkness. I mean, that's what we're seeing because these kids are growing up in a dark world. I mean, it's just it's just paired with the worldview. It's inextricable at this point. So, you know, fusing the, the ridiculous personage-shaped purple thing, Barney-like aspect of Grimace, which again, I'll, I'll just comment that I don't know where these kids got Grimace from because they didn't grow up with them, but whatever, we'll just leave it off the page for a minute. And to essentially make a super cut of death scenes, you know, where they're working out these sort of like horror movie, like you said, the ring is actually a very good comp for this. But I mean, you know, if they watched Final Destination, you know, it's some like r ridiculous horror tropes that you're seeing played out in a lot of movies that wind up, you know, horror movies are very popular. It's, it's either... Um, gigantic budgeted Marvel movies, uh, Minions movies, or horror, which are made micro-budget. It's like, those are like the three precincts of popular film that most likely these kids have seen uh, along the way, other than Netflix stuff. You know, this is exactly the kind of weird shit people want right now in life. And, and uh, you know, here's the other thing. Let's go back to TikTok before I, I, I get out of this, is that TikTok is a driver of so much of this stuff. And it is whether, I, and I don't think this is a light threat, but it is on the verge of being restricted in a few places. I, I think TikTok right now is, is has it been banned in Montana altogether for the, for the 200,000 uh, people yeah. Yeah, who live in Montana. Yeah. It's like essentially there's nobody there. But, um, you know, right-wing um, state houses are doing their best to try to think that this is a Chinese, an, an invidious Chinese plot to get, uh, you know, a, a surveillance data out of America. So, you know, TikTok is galv. It continues to galvanize users. I don't think that was its problem, and I don't think it'll ever be its problem every day. Essentially, TikTok users versus the world versus creaky governments. You know, if somehow there had been able to mobilize TikTok users against you know all the the, the right wing lurch of the Supreme Court to actually affect change, maybe that would have been a useful exploit rather than people <laughs> people making yep. videos about fucking yep. uh, you know grimace yep. killing them by a shake. Hey guys, so I got the new grimace shake. Um, happy birthday, Grimace. Let's give it a taste. That's pretty good. If you were a youngster now, if you were in your 20s now, would this meme, would the shake itself have any, I mean, you wanted to get the shake. So I guess it has appealed to you now, but yes. uh, would any of this the, the forbidden any fruit. more import, fruit in quotes, would any of this have any more import <laughs> in your life? Yeah, it's, 
I'm sure the Grimace shake is packed with vitamins and minerals. Um, would any of this matter more to you if, if Bill were 25 now? It's the only, it's the only shake that claims to be flavored like Steakums, I guess. <laughs> Steakums. Oh, right. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, you know, the answer to your question is absolutely I think I would have engaged with this. And, you know, it brings me back to a, a, a precise time in my youth. I would say being between 16 to 18 years old or so. Hanging out on Long Island. Um, you know, the weird corporate mascots in, in specific, the shapeless, amorphous ones, the ones that have, like, <laughs> all right, so here's the two, right? Grimace is a perfect example. Like when you're as a kid and you start just bullshitting with your friends, just sort of fan casting terrible things that like, oh, here's, here's the story of Grimace. And you just start spitballing all these ridiculous things that we did that. You know who else we did that for was remember Fruit Pie, the magician from the side <laughs> of the... Yes. I think it was Hostess. There, well, or, all yeah. the, there was Hostess. There was Twinkie, Twinkie the Kid, who was a cowboy. Yes. Uh, there was a... Who was the cupcake guy? He was uh, like a, yeah, a Monopoly I, Man kind of thing. I I, don't, let's not forget Kool-Aid Man, OG Kool-Aid Man. Well, Kool-Aid Man. And there was Punchy. Punchy the Magician. Punchy, which is he was still more of a guy. Uh, the Hawaiian Punch punchy, Kid. Oh, Hawaiian, I thought the Hawaiian Punch board game was like the greatest board game ever. You made a Punchy out of clay, and if you landed on certain spaces, your opponent flattened him. Cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Punch. Yeah, these are the characters going out. And then, of course, Time for Timer. Remember Time for Timer? Yeah. On ABC the Saturday morning. Saturday uh, morning. Here's how you make healthy snacks. So, yeah, so the idea, like... All these we, stupid uh, characters with no attendant when narrative. You, when yeah. you get to a certain age where that's the, you know, that was the pablum of stuff when we were eight years old watching commercials. That's one thing. But when we're 17, 18, 19 years old, disobedient, and it's the early 90s, we really start to play fast and loose. Like, we used to take... We would tear the fruit pie label off, like the actual... And then we would, like... My friend actually drew Fruit Pie the Magician as he as if he was Jack the Ripper. He put like the hat on his head and a knife, and it's like you know you start you start perverting these yeah. things. That's what it's. But it's irony. It's taking it this is. kid. Char- I mean, this In, is people love irony. Yeah. Taking this soft kid character yeah. and making it dark. You turn. The, I just think there's this is not an interesting way of doing irony. Right? Uh, perhaps not, but it's it's the state yeah. of the art. So those things are the grips of jokes when you know when we were teens. And it's again, it's not that the, Ronald is a human being, and so that wasn't interesting. But Grimace is not a human being, so that's way more interesting. Ronald is not a human being, man. All right, he's not. But you know, turning an amorphous shape with a plastered on grin, you know, a rictus like grin, something horrifying into something grotesque, you know, that was very interesting. Also, I will point out that when I was a kid, well, I, I, I. I don't know if, if this applied to you, but I only stopped eating McDonald's around 2001, coinciding with yeah, that's yeah, mid, co- yeah, coinciding yeah. with losing a lot of weight because I was I was very heavy for a long time, and so McDonald's is one of those things where I didn't I didn't cut it out because I, I needed to refrain from it, but I had a, a turnaround on it where it's like oh, I no longer want to eat this, you know. We ate a shitload of it at, at LIU in Southampton. Like McDonald's was definitely a part of the fattening diet. I had no problem putting away Big Mac after Big Mac after Big Mac for years. So, yeah, you know, there, there's more unironic slash ironic stuff if you go back to me being a teenager, I think, than it is now where we're just sort of looking at this, this shit askance. You know what? It's funny. I turned against McDonald's in my mid-20s, but I'm remembering now I turned against it more when I was younger because I was obsessed with Chicken McNuggets for a while. And one time I remember I sat down at McDonald's, I bit into a Chicken McNugget, and, like, my teeth bounced back. It was just like a ball of rubber. God. Ugh. It was so nasty. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Terrible. Uh, yeah, I think I'd be into this more if I were in my 20s now because, yeah, I like that irony stuff and I like the idea of making Fruit Pie the Magician Jack the Ripper and making Grimace into something darker. And, you know, my uh, my standards were lower. Like, now I'm like, 
this just doesn't I get why you're doing it but it just also clowns have like fully moved into horror material yeah there's, there's, like, I'm there's still no convinced, unironic anymore right I'm still convinced they're gonna get rid of McRonald someday because I, I noticed this god uh maybe six years ago I'm with my nephews so they're like 13 or something and a couple of their friends and we're, we're walking down in Berkeley California every year there's something called Solano Stroll and this main street is just like businesses are out there and st- it's great it's really fun and there was a clown, like, you know, he was doing balloon animals and kids were watching. And these 13-year-old kids, all they say is like, oh, it's a clown. He's going to chop us up. He's going to kill us. And, like, they immediately – the scary clown has, like, passed the funny clown as the clown archetype, right? So, you know, Ronald leads you down that road. I just think this could be done so much better. But anyway, I'm, that's not the question now. Would I have been into this as a kid? Yes. I, I just – I wouldn't have had the cultural taste, whatever I have now – to see that this stuff is pretty facile and even the McDonald characters are just warmed over Croft Brothers. I'm gonna try the Grimace shake from McDonald's. Happy birthday, Grimace! <laughs> Alright, Noah, do you find any aspect of the apocalypse uh, in the uh, the Grimace partial, mm. partially gelatinated gum-based beverage? <laughs> <laughs> gum-based beverage Do you remember that? Type. That's, that's Yeah, the, beverage cross- type product Intended to be taken you internally. You know, McDonald's, they call it a shake. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I don't I can understand yeah, a shake. I don't even know what you're getting. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the movie The Founder with uh, Michael Keaton as Ray uh, I, I, Michael Keaton, you have to sell me on, but I have not seen that movie. Yeah, uh, I liked it very much. And there's a moment where, uh, this is, I guess it's based on a true story, his future wife, who was played in a movie by Linda, what's her name? The one Card- Cardellini? Yeah. Cardellini. I think it's her. I could be wrong shows like she somehow has access to it like this powder you put in water you mix it you put it in a glass you mix it with water and it makes a shake so that made their processes easier but there's no milk which is especially ironic because ray Kroc encountered the mcdonald brothers because he was selling milkshake mixers anyway so yeah it had no milk and then the pr was so bad that they started adding milk so they could call them milkshakes anyway uh so uh, you know on its face this is not apocalyptic who cares it's mcdonald's doing mcdonald's it's mean people doing mean stuff and it'll come and go really fast. But here's what I find apocalyptic here. Like I complained about before, the McDonald's trying to be hipsters, the McDonald's trying to McDonald's trying to be ironic. We keep seeing examples of this, like culture folding in on itself. Everything is nostalgia. Everything is the outsider view. And when everything is hip and ironic, there is no truth. There is no honesty. If everything is rebellion, then what are you rebelling against? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this this is, I go back to this. Who are my cultural heroes from throughout my life? And one of them is Mr. Rogers. I'm not joking because Mr. Rogers was just, he was so direct. He was so honest. There was no bullshit, right? Yeah, he was sappy, but he's for little kids. There's no no fat on that bone. None whatsoever. Right. It It was perfect for what it was. It was just so honest and true. Oh my God. Can you imagine how much my heart would break if we learned that like oh, Fred Rogers yeah. is out there raping people or if something? If he was Cosby, so, yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, if he's Cosby. Well, he's, God, I, I just, I can't even imagine it. Although you probably couldn't imagine about Bill Cosby. So there is no truth. Everything's hip and ironic. And taken to an extreme, this has serious problems to unmoor society. I mean, honestly, taken to its extreme, this is the same phenomenon of the people who vote for Trump because they think he's a hoot, you know? Like, literally, there are people like, I vote for Trump, why? Well, you know, Biden's so boring. Like, you're voting for president, dude. You're not watching The Apprentice, right? And I think that's a real problem. I mean, you know, I don't want to spin this out to greater importance than it is, but I feel like there is an impulse behind this 
that we're seeing more and more of and it is very dangerous. So yeah, this might be not a cause, but a sign of the apocalypse. I'm going to disagree, just like the last few things we've talked about, where, you know, maybe it's just this stuff settling into, you know, into a big, a great big nothing to me, a great big purple shake of, of, of nothing. <laughs> um, you know, this is a trend which kind of shrinks TikTok from, a, a, how about this, it, sh- it shrinks it from a massive existential threat to something kind of manageable because what essentially what right. people are people are doing with it is just the same stupid two jokes over and over again. It's like, well, this is a... You know, this is a good way to uh, essentially keep TikTok chasing its own tail is by, you know, minimizing it. You know, nobody's doing anything with it other than putting on a hat, looking at the camera and smiling. And that's pretty much the end of the joke. Um, also, I, I, I may I think I have a little bit of a different feeling about McDonald's chasing. They're definitely chasing clout, as we like to say in this podcast, Noah. But I don't think that the Grimace shake, they could not have imagined this. They're definitely happy it happened. But I don't think that they, there's no engineering they could have done. There's no amount of um, no. guidance or steerage that could have possibly gotten this um, gotten this result. So, you know, and the fact is that the stuff is so dark, it's so David Lynchian, it's so sort of Final Destination-y. It is, um, it's tilting at McDonald's, you know, it's, it is what we were doing with Fruit Pie the Magician. It's making this shit darker. It's playing it, you know, uh, as as more adult theme. It is kind of disrespecting it a little bit. Now, ultimately, it, it's not for the purpose of wounding McDonald's. It, it does eventually help them. Um, but I like the fact that it's a little disobedient. As much as kids today, as we say that word, kids today are can be disobedient, or what are they being disobedient about? You know, I think it's a good impulse um, from 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 some of these kids. You know, it's such weak sauce disobedience. This is what they got. I just want to say happy birthday, my boy Grimace. And this is good. Let's go get another one. Bill, are you jealous? Other than the fact that you can't get your hands, your lips, your throat on a Grimace shake, is there any element of jealousy you have? My, my pancreas, I think, is the worst part. Whatever it is that get, manages you sugar, your, you know, You can't body. get your pancreas on a, on a Grimace shake. Yeah, I, I, won't, I won't have to suffer from the polyps that drinking one of these shakes would occur inside <laughs> my colon, I guess. Um, right, you, you don't have to visit your cardiologist after. No, I, you know, I am. I, I, I don't want to overstate how, how jealous I was, how much envy I had over the whole not being able to get the shake thing. But I think I went downstairs to my wife last night and I was sort of like sitting there patting my knee once or twice and saying, you know, I kind of really wish I could at least play the game a little bit. It's not a huge thing. Look, I, I'm, I'm, let's, let's, I'm perfectly okay not having, a TikTok, not having a TikTok account, I should say, to play the game. I don't use, I, don't, I have a TikTok account to view people's stuff and to like them and to essentially cure a list, but I'm a TikTok viewer. It's still a very Baroque thing that I still don't know quite what its uh, entertainment value is in my life. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't need any more of it that I'm already getting or sort of refusing to engage with more. Uh, no, other than the shake not being in the Schengen area, uh, which could have been, you know, that could be a very specific um, political decision by a lot of European leaders in the EU to embargo yes. the shake at the borders. That's their primary, that's yes. their priority right For now. all I know, there may be a gigantic tanker truck in Rotterdam right now that's just filled with tens of thousands of shipping containers. Okay. It's just, it's held up in customs. They won't let it into the... You know, it's, it's, it's containers of the shake. It's already like the it's shake inside. with the straw yeah, in it. It's yeah. inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But what about you? Is there any jealousy? Uh, I, I'm only jealous that I wish I had 10, 1% of the marketing smarts that McDonald's does because this was brilliant. It was fucking brilliant. 
I mean, if they paid Austin Frazier, it was brilliant. If they didn't pay Austin Frazier, it was a bank shot of brilliance. Sure is. Uh, yeah. You know, it's not my thing, but putting Grimace out there for his birthday and making a big deal about it, you know, even if the memes hadn't taken off, this would have been a huge success. And it makes sense. It's perfect. It's wielding your IP in a way, and it's not even that annoying, right? It's just so smart. And McDonald's has that team, and I just wish I, you know, my business is one billionth the size of McDonald's, but I just, I wish I had that kind of, you know, that knack for, like, making, coming up with sticky things and implementing them in a sticky way. They, they got to be over the moon about this. And I, you know, rare, rarely do I have a marketing initiative that I feel that way about. True. Uh, so where on the Felonian scale would, you, uh, would yeah. you put this? So I kept this one simple. I looked at um, a big business meme thing that I actually thought was rather impressed by, which is the Barbie marketing, right? You know, we talked about the Barbie movie. Right. Not yeah, long yeah, ago, yeah. a couple uh, months it's ago. It's a good comp. It's a good comp. And that little thing with, you know, oh, make your face a Barbie character, whatever. We made George Plimpton into a Barbie. Klaus, Ka- Klaus Kinski, yeah. Klaus Kinski. All, all the patron saints of I don't get it, the pop culture, get off my long cast. So it, it's Barbie marketing was a lot better for a lot of reasons. So I took Barbie marketing and I divided it by a bunch of idiots virally taking a big money thing and making it into a stupid joke. And that would be Gentle Minions. Yeah. Right? Remember Gentle Minions? Yeah. yeah wow. That, that, we, we knew that would come and go fast. And I don't even think I've thought of it in the times since we talked about it. That's true. So, so Barbie marketing divided by Gentle Minions, you get the, the Grimace nominon. Grimace phenomenon, the Grimace Grimace nomenon. I was going to say the Grimace integer, which sounds like a Robert Ludlum book. <laughs> the Grimace <laughs> integer. Yes, that was the unreleased Robert Ludlum book. Is, is, is Robert Ludlum still alive? No, nah, he died a couple of years back. Uh, you know, all those guys, okay. Ken, Ken Follett, L- All Ludlum, those guys all those died. Guys. They, they were died. It was, it was, they were all on the same bus and it plunged off it, a cliff in the Pyrenees. I don't know. It's a conspiracy. Spy thriller writers all end up dying. You know, can't be a coincidence. Yeah, right, right. Over the course of 70 years, they're all dead one at a time. Yeah. Yes. I, coincidence? I don't Robert, know. Robert Ludlum died in 2001, dude. There you go. All right. Uh, so I, I thought about, you know, because again, the, the random, uh, weird, chopped up, screwed up darkness of the video phenomenon, you know, what I'm focusing on here, and the, the birth of it being in this really incongruous source. It made me think of another topic that we talked about, which was almost completely based on upending normal visual grammar. Um, it, it, it is an entertainer on a far-off cable network late at night who does a very ingenious thing who I enjoy quite a bit still, and he's back for his new, his new season, and I've been laughing my ass off at Eric Andre's exploits. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's like, in fact, Eric Andre has done a sketch that was him dressed up as Ronald McDonald walking into McDonald's and saying, all right, with a big cigar in his mouth, saying, all right, everybody, clapping, saying, the boss is here. Everyone get off your asses. I see, that, that instantly, that's yes. funnier than it any is. of this it, it's, it's way funny. It's way funnier. But that, that's, what yeah. made, that's what made me think of it as like, well, Eric Andre has the same, like his same impulse is to take something like this, actually do something funny and Dadaist with, with something sick, a little gross, Probably more sexy. There's a good chance that he's he'll be naked by the end of it too, and it'll be weird quasi-violent, and it'll still be funny. He sticks the yeah. landing, whereas this stuff doesn't do anything even. I, I just I Google Eric Andre Ronald McDonald, and just the image I get is already. It's funny. hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's absolutely fucking <laughs> it's, hilarious. It's great. Yeah. 
All right, I'll watch that. Thank you. Find past episodes of our show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and just, actually, I think I saw Stitcher. Stitcher's yeah, coming gets up. Stitcher, yeah, that's Stitcher weird. Stitcher died. Yeah, Stitcher died. I mean, I never used it, so I don't know, but it's like, all right, so ignore whatever. <laughs> I, I read s- that. Yeah, whatever I said about it. Well, I actually got an email saying, sorry, dude, uh, this isn't playing anymore. But I, So don't look on Stitcher. Just look in the other place. As, as big podcast gobbles up and becomes one entity like the airlines. Uh, so uh, tweet to us at Noenville Show or write to us at Noenville Don't Get It at gmail.com. Give us a review on the aggregators. That's how people find podcasts. I'm on Twitter uh, doing funny stuff. If you enjoyed some of the, the little asides and the ribbings that I give Noah Tarno here, you can find more of that on Twitter at William Scurry. And my video content is on YouTube at youtube.com slash season. And here's Noah to tell you about his ribbing. My ribbing is the Big Quiz Thing. BigQuizThing.com, America's finest source of corporate and private trivia events, in person, virtually, hybrid. Yes, we recently did an event for McDonald's. It was a big success. I'd be happy to do it again because I'm a capitalist. Uh, yeah, we got a big summer coming up. A lot of fun happening. A lot of fun happened before. We just we just concluded a series for Suffolk University in Boston. Uh, for some reason, did I talk about this last week, Bill? Uh, you mentioned that you were going to the RFK Library. Yes, <laughs> we did talk about that. Uh, no, we got a lot of events coming up. Summer's always a busy season for us, but there's always room for yours. Bigquisting.com. And uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all we're talking about. Oh, and I personally am on uh, Instagram at the Noah Tarno. See photos from my recent trip to Portland, Maine, which is very lovely. Maine, the 39th state I visited, Bill. Okay, everybody, so until the next episode where Chuck E. Cheese releases a weirdly toned gray shake celebrating the birthday of Dolly Dimples, the band Hippopotamus. We We don't don't get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2023.